You're listening to How To Catholic, episode 11, How To Catholic Fun. Our faith isn't boring. Hey everybody, this is Lisa Cotter. And I'm Kevin Cotter, and we're your co-hosts here at the How To Catholic Podcast, where our goal is to help you practically live your Catholic faith with excellence. All right, here we go. Hello and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> you like went Wayne for old on us. I did. Oh, I they don't need to know the count. Just start talking. They're not going to talk. <laughs> this might be the perfect intro. <laughs> All right, if you haven't figured it out yet, we do have guests on the show today, and we've never done this before. It is Kevin and Lisa. Hey, hey, how's it going? Kevin is here. And we're already laughing. We're already laughing. And our guests are going to pee their pants in a minute. And we're sharing a microphone because we couldn't figure out how to get two microphones to work. We're really close to each other. Really close to each other. So, and we have two guests on the show today, which is four people on the show we've always only had two so this is going to be really fun to uh navigate a conversation with four people but on the line we have daniel and anna glaze that catholic couple how's it going guys hey how's it going hey. we're, we're good we're good how are y'all how are y'all doing being extra close together you can't ah. see this but they're making fun of us right now <laughs> via skype uh. we're good how are y'all fantastic we're fantastic yes things are good you guys recovered from seek um daniel and anna were at seek with us yeah. i think i almost there yeah we were, we were really tired we're not tired anymore but yeah thank you for having us thank you for just having us on the podcast <laughs> you are so welcome we're so glad to have you so i feel like the audience might need to know a little back history here about how we met and <laughs> Years ago, how many years was this, Anna? Do you think four or five? Yeah, this is like three, like four years ago for sure. Okay. Three years ago, we just got started dating. What do you mean? <laughs> three years. So three years ago, Anna and I met, and we met under a fun circumstance. She asked me to go on a walk with her. Part of my job, one thing that I get to do every year, and it's probably one of my favorite talks I give every year, is I get to speak to all of the first-year focus missionaries about why they should be so excited about their dating fast. <laughs> Yes, and Anna was clearly excited because she asked me to go on a walk. I'm so for... excited. Yes, <laughs> she needed further support. A lot of sarcasm. Definitely, a lot of sarcasm there. Yes. Yay, dating fans. Yay, it was so great. No, I mean, I just I needed advice, and she was the speaker for the talk, so I was just like, "Hey, Lisa, can I go on a walk?" With you? And you were pregnant, by the way. Oh, with Grace. Yeah, you were pregnant. So I remember walking. I was like, I'm making a pregnant woman like walk. Like God's grace. grace or the actual child's name is Grace? God's Grace. <laughs> you were just heavily pregnant with God's Grace. <laughs> always. Very Marion. Very Marion. Hey, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's where Anna and I met. Um, how about Kevin? How did you meet Daniel? Well... Uh, you know, that NASCAR in Talladega, uh, that yes. me, it was, oh, it man. was great. Talladega, uh, bro. That's, that's our life, you know? It was crazy. Talladega nights, you know? <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> no, I actually met you in a hotel room. Kevin, yeah, that's right. It wasn't in Talladega. It was in San Antonio two weeks ago at the seat conference. Oh, 
Yes, where we recorded with you all on your YouTube channel a little yes. bit. That that was great. Yeah. And we read your book, which was great. <gasps> Thank you. Yes. So that was super fun. That was actually like our first official seek thing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're like the press. That was like we're like your first like press tour. That was <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. Yep. That first came last. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was great. So yeah, if you haven't seen that, we'll put that in the show notes. It was in the show notes last week too with the sequel recap, but we'll put it in there again. So uh, we did a little uh, how, no, not how to, that Catholic couple on the book Dating Detox since Daniel and Anna both read it. So uh, if you want to hear their thoughts on the book and we share a little bit more on the book too, it's all in there. So anyways, we had so much fun. We thought we have to do a podcast with these, with these great lovely people from Texas. And we're trying to figure out what topic are we actually going to do. And we had so much fun during our interview. We just thought, you guys, these glazes, they like to have fun. So why don't we do how to Catholic fun? And uh, love to hear more from you guys. Obviously, you guys have a lot of joy. You guys have a lot of fun. Your YouTube channel is very unique uh, in that uh, you guys have a blast on it. And uh, love to just talk with you and just get a sense of when you think fun or you think of having fun with your Catholic faith, what does that look like? Or what is that? Yeah. What, what's the definition for that? What, what is that? Yeah. So our tagline for our channel is fun is universal because we truly believe both that everybody likes to have fun. So it is universal, but it's also universal and the capital U that having fun with your faith, like is embedded in Catholicism. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, but what I would like to kind of clear up, cause we've talked to, to a few people about this and, when a lot of people hear like, oh, have fun with your faith, um, there's sometimes a, like a negative connotation towards it of like, that means like be irreverent with your faith or mm. like not take your faith too seriously. Um, and we're, we're trying to, I guess, twist the definition in a way that's more so of you can still have fun. But the way I describe it, right, is like you normally are in two camps with your faith. You're either fairly comfortable and or uncomfortable. And I did air quotes for the people that couldn't see. Yes, um, they were really good, too. Yes, thank you. Prime air quotes. Um, and being comfortable in your faith is boring. You know, like when you're when you're comfortable in your faith, it's it's you're kind of doing some mundane things, or you're not necessarily pushing yourself to strive for better. And being uncomfortable is fun in and of itself. Which means, yeah, yeah. Explain you, further. Yeah. So, so if you're not having fun while being Catholic, in my opinion, you're doing it wrong. Right. And it's because the Lord takes you where you want to go or where you don't want to go. And it's just like this relationship that you have with the church and with Christ and with everything. And it's awesome. Right. And that is fun. But there are times where you get uncomfortable and God pushes you to being uncomfortable. And when you are uncomfortable, that's awesome. Because being with, like I said earlier, being comfortable is boring. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to ensure like with the struggle comes joy. Like with the struggle comes mirth. With the joy, with the struggle comes uh, enjoyment, um, and it's kind of like trying to understand that and presenting that in a way on our YouTube channel that's authentic. Well, and then you can be comfortable with your faith in the in the sense of, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in one of the tips, but like knowing your faith yeah. well enough to where you are comfortable with what you know and you're like confident. Yeah, yeah, you're living it out. Um, but it's the challenges where God's calling you to push yourself further that. They're uncomfortable, but if you accept them and you receive them, you're like, okay, like this is going to push me and challenge me. And then you'll look back and 
I mean, the dating fast, I look back and I'm just like, that was a piece of cake compared to where we that, are now. That was fun. <laughs> Can we, that is there a way fun. to go back to that? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, word that, the word that comes to mind when you're talking about all this is, is faith is ultimately an adventure. Right. Yeah. So like when you go on an adventure, you're not, you're not comfortable and like there's an enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, with that, which is huge. And, um, yeah, it's different between being in a hot tub or actually going out on an adventure and finding out what happens. And anytime there's an adventure, even when difficult things happen, you can look back and laugh at them, you know, cause there's a great story with it. Yeah. I think Mark Hart did it, uh, one of the talks at Seek and he was like, you can either get on the carousel and just ride the carousel forever or get on the roller coaster and the roller coaster is going to be crazy and you're going to probably be scared most of the time. But at the end of it, you're just going to look back and like, that was awesome. I want to ride it again, you know? <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. That's such a great analogy. Okay. That I like that picture. I'm now on a roller coaster with you. This is fantastic. So with this topic today, how to Catholic fun, you all have three points that we want to walk through with you and uh, I just get us started here. What's our first point as we look at how to Catholic fun? The first one is, is, <clears throat> excuse me, is take your faith seriously, but not yourself. Um, I think I embody this really well <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be blunt, to be if you will, uh, because I take my faith extremely seriously, but I've never taken myself seriously. Um, and that just means be okay and be aware with who you are and being okay with not necessarily putting it on the line and making yourself uncomfortable with that, but more so um, just being like you and being okay with that. Um, accepting your awkwardness, accepting yeah. your quirks. Like, this oh. is who I am. Can I just say your entire introduction to your YouTube channel embodies that? <laughs> what, what, what is it? So, tell me more. So. So. I'm not a dancer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're wearing, first of all. I can't even describe the outfit. One of them is like a Hispanic yellow flowy dress thing. And then Daniel, I think you're, you look like you're in like a basketball uniform. Am I making this yes. up? Yeah. And they're just like dancing in the streets of Texas and like. So, so, the, so to clarify, I'd explain a little bit further. We picked three outfits that we thought would embody us well. And it was me because I love the Braves and I love the Colts and I love the Pacers. But it was a hip hop. Yeah. It was a hip hop thing, like a yeah. hip hop segment, and then a Mexican segment where she had her like, <laughs> what's the actual name of the dress? Uh, it, it was. I mean, it was just a Mexican like. All right, a Mexican uh, dress. Uh, uh, it was folklorico, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I wore a serape. Did I have a sombrero on? Uh, I think it was no, just, just a serape. And then we wore like a regular, um, just like regular clothes. And we're like literally on like the highway just dancing. And you can see people like yelling at us. And it was quite fun. But like you can yourself. And we would yep. look back and just like, that was so silly. I can't believe we did that. But, but we then did. we would go to adoration, like fall on our knees and pray, you know? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, they don't have to. It's not like if you take your faith seriously, you must be penitent and boring and wear your hair shirt and be angry and always look gloomy, right? The curmudgeon, yeah. is that the church curmudgeon? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, sometimes when you live out your faith, you become really uniform. It's like, all right, I have to hide my personality. Like, I, I can't be yeah. who I am. I just need to live out this faith the way I see others live it out or in a way that hides who I am so that I can just make sure I'm following the rules. I, is that kind of what you're getting at, too? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's finding the balance and finding, you know, yeah, where you where you can appreciate. I mean, people wouldn't know this about us, but we love Latin Mass. We love Latin Mass, like the beauty, the structure, the tradition. Like, there's beauty in it. But then we appreciate, you know, like 
praise and worship and Christian contemporary music. And like, we appreciate all of it because that is our faith. There's a history there. There's, there's beauty there and we can take it all in, but, and then not, not lose ourselves and who we are and who we created to be. But how do I say like, we're not losing ourselves in it, but we're immersing ourselves in it. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, we're still bringing who we are into our Catholic faith and our Catholic, you know, everything. Um, but then embracing it and receiving it and, immersing ourselves in it i think it's really cool yeah just laugh a lot (laughs) well because it seems like ultimately our faith should bring us fully alive right like it shouldn't deaden us or reduce ourselves but actually bring us to life we should actually bloom we should whatever level we can go higher with our faith it should bring more of who we are you know uh if we had fun before we should have more fun if we're if we're catholic so yeah that's awesome i love that well it makes me think about the saints like all of the crazy stories of levitating saints and saints who have like cure disease, like all just the craziness that is like their charism, like God exploded that and like exemplified that in ways that they allowed him to. Um, And that's just something that we try to tap into a lot. And levitating sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) I think I, if I could do that, I would be having a ton of fun. Seriously, why don't people want to be Catholic? You could, <laughs> you could levitate. Superpowers. Yeah, we should sell that. Like, if you become Catholic, you're gonna get superpowers. I'm just saying. You could be like a superhero. It is, you know, yeah, like by locating. I mean, there's some really cool stuff the Saints have done. It's insane. Yeah, it is pretty insane. Cool. So that was point number one: take your faith seriously, but not yourself. Uh, what about point number two? So point number two is if you're not spreading joy, you're basically doing it wrong. Um, So we keep going back to a quote that like really changed, especially my perspective while I was a missionary at Focus. Um, And it's Pope Francis where we're not supposed to look like we came back from a funeral. You know, that's not the face. That's not the, the, the personality that we should be embodying to people. Um, It should be happiness and joy and excitement um, radiating from from us, I probably butchered that quote, but it's something along those lines of like we shouldn't look gloomy. How Lisa was saying or, um, a little while ago, like we shouldn't look gloomy, we shouldn't look sad. There are going to be times where we feel those ways, um, but it's it's being able to still see and appreciate everything around us, all the people that are around us, um, and sharing the joy of Christ. Like we forget that Jesus is at the center of it, um, and so. We might be feeling gloomy, but Jesus is not gloomy. You know, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. who we're um, So, yeah. So, like, if you're not spreading joy, you're you're doing it wrong. Evangelii Gaudium. I mean, the joy of the gospel. Seriously, that phrase is true through and through. You Which know? I think my wife is, like, the embodiment of that, of that <laughs> the joy of the gospel. Yeah. Aw, look how sweet that yeah. is. That's points. <laughs> points, yes. <laughs> That was like getting flowers right there. Oh, thank you. Holy flowers. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Yeah, is that a thing? Uh, it is now. It is now. Hey, isn't that a thing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. A spiritual Take piece. my face Thanks. seriously, right? Uh, Wait. <laughs> uh, what, what, I want to apologize to everybody that's listening. They're like, they have no idea what these inside jokes are. Yeah, <laughs> just like, exactly. Why are they laughing so much? <laughs> But continue. <laughs> cool. Well, I was going to say, what are some examples? Maybe have you seen people not live this out well, right? Like maybe when they're not joyful or 
they don't, you know, like they try to spread the faith, but they're not, they don't have that, that joy that comes to yeah, them. Yeah. What's the consequence of that? Yeah. Hell. <laughs> straight off the bat, we're going straight to hell. That's exactly what... <laughs> being comfortable with the faith. Right? Yeah, right. Being aware. Um, I mean, the like, first clear up that will not send you to hell. <laughs> Let's just, before we get, yeah, mean tweets. <laughs> Daniel got in trouble once for a confirmation retreat. There was a parent that sent an email to the pastor because Daniel said, like, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. And just told them, and, like, they started laughing about it, but the kids took it seriously. (laughs) Um, But to answer your question, I would say the first thing I go to is people who are, like, overscrupulous. And scrupulosity is extremely important in your faith and, like, knowing, like, necessarily the boundaries, but like how to not be irreverent with your faith. But I don't know. I just, I see a lot of people who like beat themselves over, like, just like, why did I do this? What's going <laughs> not, on? Not physically. Not physically, but more <laughs> so like beat themselves up of like, um, yeah, like hard. I have to stick to the rules. And if I don't stick by the rules, everything is going to go haywire. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't, they don't understand like God gives you these guidelines to like be fully alive. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I, I think one of the things that Daniel brings out in me is is that, you know, be comfortable and, and don't be so rigid. Don't be, I get so panicked when Lily starts making, you know, crying sounds at mass because she's like disturbing everybody's prayer. And so I start to panic and Dino's like, she's a baby. She's fine. You know, little things like that where we forget the joy of life, you know, in that moment. Um, and then we, I start freaking out or, why I'm sorry for laughing. laughing. No, because I'm imagining like God holding you and, and like, like meaning like, Oh no, Jesus, she's a baby. It's okay. You know? Well <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get, yeah, we get so caught up in the, the do's and the don'ts and the rights and the wrongs that we forget that there's, it's, there's joy to be had. There's, you're supposed to laugh a couple of times and be lighthearted about, um, about your faith. There was a point I was trying to make and I lost it. Anyway. We'll cut that and out. it's your fault, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, just mess me <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, don't get so caught up in, in, the, in the structure of it. But have respect for the structure of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a total balance. It is, yeah. And I definitely know what you're talking about, those people who just don't spread joy in their faith, you know. And you can just see it, like, in the way that they are. You're like wow, that's contagious. I really want to be just like you because you look like you're having a lot of joy in life and you're super happy. You know, like nobody wants to follow that. Like in Focus, we talk about that a lot. Like one of the things that we're looking for are people who are contagious, like their joy is contagious and you go, yeah, what they have is what I want. And like, that's one of the greatest ways to evangelize. Jesus is the best disease, you know? Jesus is the best disease. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I yeah. think he's a healer. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that's something to think about, though. I think, yeah, like I think, uh, I think of Facebook comments. You know, like it's like, yeah. how is that ever joyful? Like, no matter how you say something, usually on the faith, like it never comes out as joyful. It just comes out as a being a jerk, and it's just like yeah. that's the complete opposite of what we want people to hear. You know, and I, I've caught myself time to be like, I'm gonna no how is that going to help? Like, yeah, how is that yeah. going to help this person in, in person? I can say it with joy and, and with, uh, truth and love. Yeah. And- truth and respect, but like, it's not going to happen online. And sometimes I think we see that in person. Sometimes too, people are, they're like a walking Facebook comment. You're like, really? Like you said that, like, 
how is that ever going to win someone over to the faith, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. If, if no one has been to like an interview weekend or hung out with a bunch of missionaries, they totally should because you're completely right, Lisa. That was one of the reasons I joined Focus. I was like, these people are so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Julie's like, yeah. I want what they've got. Mm-hmm. We've got yeah. to be living that. We've got to be a witness of that. So we had just our, our second point there was if you're not spreading joy, you're doing it wrong. Take us into our uh, last point here. Point number three. So a relationship without laughter is boring. Um, I would, I, I love being married. I love being in a relationship because yes, there are struggles, but we laugh so often because once again, we we're spreading joy with each other and we're not taking ourselves too seriously, but we're still respecting the marriage and respecting the sacrament and respecting our church. And I don't know. I just, it would be so boring if you just sat there with a blank face and didn't do anything with the relationship that you have with Christ because I don't know. I mean, though the photo or that painting of Jesus laughing might be a little bit heretical, it is still like, <laughs> awesome to see. You know, like understanding like Christ mm-hmm. smiled, Christ laughed. and Christ was are- from California. He served. <laughs> All those things are true. He was white. He didn't have anything wrong with his nose, his hair flowed on the wind. Um, <laughs> no, but like I could just imagine Christ with the apostles just like – Maybe not necessarily making fun of them, but like <laughs> being fun with them yeah. and like bringing them into the joy that he exudes, both spiritually and just humorous, humorously, humorously with his humorous <laughs> bone, you know. Um, no, and- I do think that there was something uh, a little bit of there was a hint of sarcasm in Jesus too. I always oh, think I of Nick and yeah. Thomas and how he's like, "You don't understand how to be rebaptized? <laughs> like what? You're a Pharisee, you know? Like, like yeah." They're just like, that is so funny. That's such a good little quote. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like so often when you see the movies where Jesus is portrayed, you know, he's always like so stern and serious and, you know, like everything is like, like monotone and, you know, like you just never see his like personality come out. But I I mean, I don't blame anybody. If I had to play Jesus, I'd be a little intimidated. Um, True. The most influential character ever. Yeah. You know, he's not a character, he's a person. You know what I'm saying? Like in the film. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, Jim Caviezel. I don't, I don't um, um, envy him. Although they did have, I loved that one, there was one part in The Passion of Christ, you know, where he's making the table and he and Mary are having, you know, and she's like, really? Seriously? People are going to sit at tables like this? <laughs> and I, I loved that. I'm like, we needed more of that in there. You know, where you just saw like, this is just home life, you know, like, I'm pretty sure Mary and Jesus laughed together and had fun and were normal, you know, in their interactions to some extent, you know, I'm sure yeah, there's a divineness too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I've, I've always wondered, like, obviously Jesus and Mary, like were, were sinless. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they were like perfect in absolutely everything they did. And I always wonder if like Jesus, like tried to make a joke that wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got better material, Jesus. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it was a dog <laughs> We got it. You're the son of God. <laughs> that wasn't good. Or like, he was so powerful, he made them laugh on the spot. Like, Does <laughs> yeah. he feel better about himself? They're like, <laughs> Jesus, don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So obviously, I think, you know, talking to you guys, you guys are very joyful people. You can just tell in your relationship, it's very easy for you all to have fun. So, 
This question might be tough for you, but do you have any tips for people that maybe have a harder time finding joy in the relationships or having a harder time laughing? Maybe it just doesn't come as natural to them. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think I would say try to find something that like feeds you um, spiritually, I guess, but not just not just religion. I'm not just talking about, you know, like the God complex, although going to adoration might help, but um, I'm talking more about finding things that you know will bring you joy. So for me, I'm, as you can probably tell, I'm a very big extrovert and I get my energy from being around other people. And I am very thankful that I married someone that can make me laugh and doesn't, a hot man. And that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't leave me alone for 24 seven, uh, because I just get my energy off of him. Um, but I would say it, like a lot of people, especially those who are introverts or people who might be going through hard stages in their life or even depression and things like that, finding ways, uh, to, to go and get energized, you know, that might be reading a good book, taking a hike, uh, going and, yeah, going camping or going swimming or going to even like a daycare. Children are so happy. Go <laughs> a family. Go steal a kid from go a family. Take it home and love that child. If I had to add on to that, I would say I'm a huge list person. I love task lists, task lists, mm-hmm. um, and I just love lists. So I would just say maybe, and I do this like in my spirituality of consolation and desolation, Mm. like in consolation, I write down things that like God reveals. And then like in desolation, I go back to that and pray on that. I would kind of use that same technique with, with this of write down things that bring you joy, that make you laugh, that make you happy. And in times where you're like, I'm kind of sad or I'm depressed or I'm even like not getting into the whole psyche of depression, like go back and and do those things on that list. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I guess that's the first like practical things that comes to mind. Yeah. I mean, Sometimes watching TV is good, but I would even say, like, try to avoid things that just kind of, like, yeah, just make you sit on a couch. Don't just sit on a couch sometimes. I know that Daniel, for him, his one of his big de-stressors is to sit down and watch a movie. Um, but we try not to do that all the time. I get it. I'm lazy. <laughs> because sometimes that that keeps you there. Like, yeah. that, yep. that literally sit, leaves you on the couch and you, and you binge watch a show for an entire day. Yeah. Um, like, no, go outside, go egg a house, you know? <laughs> Steal children, egg houses. Yes. This is great. Oh, they're going to end up in jail after this episode. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hell in jail. <laughs> Two Our options. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just find ways to, to go and have fun and, and feed yourself and give you energy. Awesome. So, uh, so fun talking to the Glazes, talking about how to Catholic fun. We covered three points Today, the first one is to take your faith seriously, but not yourself. The second one was if you're not spreading joy, you're doing it wrong. And then the third, it was a relationship without laughter is boring. And I really enjoyed going through those and I learned so much. But best of all, I laughed a lot. And uh, as we kind of get to the end of our show here, love for you to share a uh, how-to Catholic challenge as we do each episode. So our challenge for all of you listeners is... Today or within the next 24 hours from you listening to this episode, go tell somebody with your words how you have fun in your faith. Yeah. Like a story, an example of something recently, something a while <laughs> back, or why, how, like why you just have fun with your faith. Make it, a, like make it a moment and tell somebody that within the next 24 hours of listening to this episode. Yeah. Love it. That's intense. 
24 so hours. So intense. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And if you don't, you're going to hell or jail. <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't matter. You get ignored. You at least said it. I'm, That's I'm, right. I'm just happy the how to challenge wasn't wasn't to watch your YouTube channel. I'm just really impressed. <laughs> oh, dang it! <laughs> Such a good idea. Speaking of your YouTube channel, if you all want to connect with Daniel and Anna, several ways you could do that. One is, of course, their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash couple. You can also yes. connect with them on Instagram and Twitter at for, okay, so we've got Anna is A-G underscore glaze, like the donut, and Daniel is D underscore glaze, and you can also find them on Facebook as that Catholic couple. So make sure, seriously, guys, go go look them up. Their YouTubes <laughs> are so much fun, and they're so high quality. That's, I think, what I'm most impressed about is it's not just, not that it's bad, but it's not just an iPhone. Like, you know, like you can tell that there's professional equipment going on, there's professional editing, there's graphic-y things, which I don't even know. Professional outfits. <laughs> Clearly, there's, there's wardrobe involved. Some, somebody's yeah, doing wardrobe people, for you. The graphic, yeah. The graphic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what those tech words are. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, make sure to check them out, connect with them. If you need more joy in your life, I would say you could probably just spend some time. If you're going to binge on something, binge on, on that Catholic couple. Great place to start. Got it. Thank you. And then go outside and get some fresh air and call a friend and get out of or yourself. Or watch your phone while outside. Or watch it on your Mix phone. Mix the both right? worlds. <laughs> just keep watching yeah, as you go. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for having us. This was so much fun. Oh, thank you for being on the show. This was great. Good to reconnect, too, after all of those years walking with you <laughs> among the alligators at Ave Maria New Staff Training Focus. Yeah. And all those days after Seek. <laughs> it's right. been so long. I know. It has been a long time since yep. we've Yeah, Talladega Nights. I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Glazes. It's, uh, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And uh, we'll catch you on the other side. God bless. I'm the flippity flip. <laughs> flippity flop. <laughs> Isn't it the flippity flop? No, it's from the office. Catch you on the flippity flip. Oh, <laughs> oh. the flippity flop is ill. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. We are so honored that you've given us your time. Show notes for this episode can be found at madetomagnify.com. And you can connect with me on Twitter at Kevin R. Cotter and Lisa on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa Ann Cotter. That's Ann with no E. We'd love to hear from you there with any questions, comments, or suggestions for topics or guests. And would you do us a quick favor? If you've enjoyed today's episode, would you head on over to iTunes and rate the show for us? This helps us get the podcast out there to those who are looking for a show just like this. Until next time, be saints. It's worth it. Thank you.